Alien porn. That's right. Porn featuring aliens is trending currently. And the first human composting site is set to open in Seattle. And U-Haul will stop hiring smokers in 21 states. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, and I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm recording from Los Angeles, and I'm glad you've joined me today. Ooh, hold for the helicopter, please. Alien porn is trending, and here's an investigation into why that is. It surprised me to hear that alien porn is trending. I don't normally watch alien porn myself, but maybe I'm just old school, okay? I don't know what the kids are into these days. <laughs> Apparently alien porn. Fact is stranger than fiction, this article says. This is especially true with sex. As far as sexual fantasies go, the fact is that a lot of them center around fiction and sometimes science fiction. Pornhub released their 2019 insights last week, revealing that the number two search term was alien. People seem to really dig alien porn these days, apparently. Before you start getting all judgy about this, here's what experts think underlies this the popularity of alien porn. Uh, some person said, getting turned on by aliens falls under exophilia, which means that a person is aroused by supernatural, extraterrestrial, mystical, robotic, or any other type of non-human beings. That was from a psychotherapist. Um, okay. Some people like the thought of being abducted, they say. Probed. Some people like the idea, the thought of being probed or of being treated as a sexual guinea pig by extraterrestrials. This uh, psychotherapist says, um, "All right, maybe this has something to do with our interest in Area Fifty One. I don't know if you guys know, but I did. It was in the news this year. Well, I should say last year. People were gonna storm Area Fifty One. It says searches for Area 51 went from zero to 160,000 over a four-day period in July when Area 51 was making headlines. Uh, Maybe some interests and fantasies are guided by these things that are topical. So while people are getting all excited about the Storm Area 51 craze, it makes sense that they would, you know, go over to Pornhub and search for alien-related porn to go with that theme. That was told by some expert. I don't know if I buy that. It's pretty weird. The article says a lot of people have fantasies that they are not comfortable with and alien porn may give them guilt-free outlet. People who fantasize about sex with aliens might feel like it's more acceptable to have sex with an eight-tentacle, three-eyed alien if they are if they're being forced to do it, as it seems in many of these <laughs> alien porn videos. Yeah, they do seem like they're like, like, there's not a lot of consent going on in these alien porn. How do you know, Jonesy? Well, I did. I Googled it a little bit, okay? Look, I mean, I looked I looked, in, I looked into it a little bit, and I did find some weird stuff, man. Like, a lot of it is, like, CGI uh, alien beings, I noticed. Uh, there's a lot of that, which I'm not, I'm not into. I, it doesn't, they don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem real enough for me, I guess. I did see some lovely scenes from Star Wars The Last Temptation, <laughs> a, a pornographic parody of Star Wars, as you can imagine. Uh, yeah, there's, there's just some weird stuff under Alien. I never thought to enter Alien into my porn search, but you should do it just to see what comes up. It's a little weird. By the way, if there's children in the room, uh, I should have said this earlier, earmuffs. Although, I mean, I, I mean we're just I'm, – I'm not saying anything awful here, but it's like, you know, have a – you know, 
your children should have a talk with you about pornography anyways. I suppose maybe this is the time, you know, when Weird AF News is on in your house. <laughs> That's just strange. So the article wraps it up by saying, The popularity of alien porn, then, doesn't have a simple explanation. It may be about Area 51. It may be about being ravished and abducted. Or it may be a sexual extension of cosplay. If you're curious about it, but feel uncomfortable watching violent fantasy play, alien porn may not be for you. But if you want to get your sci-fi kink on, have no fear. There is feminist alien porn out there as well. Oh yeah, that's good to hear. I think people are just bored. You know, there's so much porn now that like you got to get crazy with it, right? I mean, porn. it used to be that porn was a little scarce. So you would take whatever you could get. You didn't have a lot of choices. And now we're just completely inundated with choices that we... We want the menu expanded, I think, in a way, right? You're like, ah, I want, like, non-humans getting it on. I want fantastic beings with, you know, crazy tentacles and 27 legs having intercourse with, like, something that looks like a blob. I don't know. Like, this is what people... People just want choices, right? (laughs) That's what I think is going on. It's pretty simple. For me... Alien porn, I'm going to say, I kind of breeze through it. Nah, doesn't do it. But, you know, maybe I'm old school. Maybe I'm old school. See if it's for you. Call Weird AF News and let me know what you think about all this. 646-450-2012. And please don't send me naked photos of aliens. Please. I don't want that at all in my life. The first human composting site is set for Seattle. Yes, recompost is a company that's building its first human composting location. It'll be the first of its kind in the world. It's set to open in the spring of next year. Katrina Spade is the CEO of Recompost. She came up with the idea more than seven years ago when she was thinking about her future. She claims there's a ton of interest in human composting. She says it's really exciting. She even found some investors. She raised $100 million from one dude. This guy was pretty psyched about it. He said, his name is Olson. He says, I'll be honest with you, I was shocked. It was the craziest idea I had ever heard. But then he was won over by the idea. He said, the more she talked about what it means and how this can transform the burial industry, I literally, in that one conversation, transitioned to two thoughts. One, this is what I thought would would be appropriate for myself. But the more I thought about it, I thought it would be appropriate for the world. Recompost will be built inside an existing warehouse. They chose Seattle for Recompost. It's the perfect city to get started in, she says. I mean, Seattle is a place where people are really connected to nature. They care a lot about the environment and their impact that their lives make on the environment. That's pretty fascinating. She's teamed up with the WSU Soil Science Department, and they used the bodies of six human donors to prove that this is safe and effective for all humans. The process requires putting a body in a vessel with wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. Huh. By introducing oxygen, the composting takes about a month. The building that they are erecting will have a space to hold services and say goodbye to the human. <laughs> to the human. Loved ones can decide if they want to come pick up the soil a month later. Ooh, is that, that's a little... That's a little morbid, though, going to get the soil that you're, mm, I don't know how I feel. Would I want the soil? I like the other burial option that I read about, and I think it takes place in Oregon, um, where they just bury your body in a casket that's all natural, and you just kind of, it all disintegrates into the soil. I don't want to, like, 
go pick up the compost of my dead loved one. I think that's a little... Although, I don't know. It's like picking up the ashes, I guess. What are you going to do? Take that compost home and put it in your garden? You're just, just going to put granny right under the tomatoes? I don't know. This seems strange. I like where they're going, though. They're getting. They're trying to get inventive of it. Because to me, it seems silly that, that a body, once it's dead, takes up some space in our world. Clearly, we're running out of room here. You know what I mean? We're overpopulated with live people as it is. The cost of rent is going up all the time if you're in one of these metropolis, which is where, where I am. You just run, There's not a lot of space. It's limited. And if you're using up space with dead people in a coffin, that seems just silly to me. So I think thinking of more options, other options of what to do with the body is like is is a, is a fruitful exploration. In India, they burn the bodies. So bam, they go. I mean, you know, that's maybe that's not the best idea either. But at least they realize, hey, we're a super populated place. We don't have room for cemeteries and people that aren't alive. So let's just burn the bodies. It works um, for them. So I, I like where they're going with this. In other words, now you're probably wondering how much soil. Do you pick up when you go get your human loved one compost? It's about one square yard. You can also donate the soil to a sustainable forest in southwest Washington. See, I think that's really cool. Donate the donate your human compost to a forest. Uh, what are they going to charge for this service? Can you guess? What do you think, guys? Well, it's $5,500 approximately. It caught... It, it falls between the cost of cremation and burial. As for the soil of your loved one, it is treated similarly to ashes. You need the permission of the property owner to spread it around as you would ash- ashes. And, you know, there's laws around this. The human composting bill goes into effect in Washington State in May, and Spade is working to get a human composting law passed in Colorado as well. So human composting is going to be part of our future, and I think it's a good area to, to head in, as I've said. But you guys may disagree. You may feel as though or think that you know the body is, a, is something that needs to be preserved after death. Maybe you're a fan of mummification. I don't know. You're a bunch of weirdos. Call Weird AF News and tell me what you think of this human composting. How do you want to go out? I like the idea, really. 646-450-2012. You know the number. Silly. U-Haul will stop. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at at Whole Foods Market. Up hiring smokers in 21 states. U-Haul is kicking butts out of its labor force. No more butts. The truck rental giant has announced it's no longer going to hire smokers or any nicotine users in 21 states starting February 1st. The policy will not impact current employees who use tobacco products. So those of you working for U-Haul and still puffing away, no fear. Does this cover vapes, I wonder? Can you still vape? It says any nicotine users at all, so I guess that covers vapes. Some states don't allow employers to make hiring decisions based on a person's nicotine use, but nearly half of the U.S. states do. I didn't know that. Those states are Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas. You get the idea. Here's a quote. We are deeply invested in the well-being of our team members. 
That was said by Jessica, who's U-Haul's chief of staff. She says, nicotine products are addictive and pose a variety of serious health risks. This policy is a responsible step in fostering a culture of wellness at U-Haul with the goal of helping our team members on their health journey. Isn't that sweet of them to just give a damn about their employees? I, I have to tell you, I'm very skeptical when I hear a company saying that we actually care about our employees who are making X change. I'm always like, yeah, you know, I know companies and they actually look out for themselves before they look out for their employees first. So I'm always like, what's going on behind the scenes? But I don't have all the information here. The article is very limited. Uh, it does end on... Um, it's rare for companies to issue a widespread ban on smokers, but the trend is starting to grow somewhat. Last August, the city of Dayton, Ohio, announced it would no longer hire anyone who used nicotine. And Premier Health Partners last year began assessing a $520 healthcare benefits surcharge on any workers who smoke, chew tobacco, or live in a household where others smoke. Ooh, they charged you for that if you worked at Premier Health Partners. Oh, that's fascinating. I didn't know you could do any of this stuff. I thought that your lifestyle was something that your employer could not m meddle with at all, you know? And I think it should be that way. Like, if you want to smoke on your... Who's, who, who is your employer to tell you, hey, I'm going to charge you extra for that? That's just ridiculous. I mean, last I checked, we, we live in a country with, like, some personal liberties here, you know? And, and what I do in my private life, you know, you, should, you shouldn't even know, by the way. It's none of your business, U-Haul, if I smoke or not, if I'm one of your employees. Hey, are you a non-smoking? Do you smoke? It's none of your business. Do you drink? None of your business. Do you smoke weed? None of your business. It's none of your business if I have sex with an alien sex doll at night when I go home. It's none of your business. All you are is my employer. That's all you are. And for the eight hours a day or whatever that I'm on your clock, you know, I will do whatever you ask for the most part if it's reasonable but you don't dabble into my personal life and my you know I don't think that's right I hate to say it but on some level I feel bad for smokers I mean their their days are numbered here everybody's shaming smokers <laughs> I've heard a lot of smoking comedians mention it on stage too how sad it is that they're being shamed um, ah, I mean I get it I get it I empathize with you a little bit I'm not a fan of smoking. I'm not. I'm just a fan of you being able to smoke if you feel like it. You know? Um, I smoke weed. and you know, So, I mean, we're all smoking something these days. I, I actually love hookah, by the way. That's something you should know about me. I have my own little tiny personal hookah. And sometimes I'll pack that hookah and smoke it on my balcony as I overlook the homeless people burning trash in my, uh, under, like in my front yard area. It's a beautiful scene, usually. Um, yeah, so I'm, I, I don't like smoking, really. Um, but I, you know, I want you to be able to do it if it's what you do. You know, we all have vices, man. Life is tough. Give us our damn vices. And don't discriminate against us depending on what the vice is. You know what I'm saying? That's why all these marijuana laws have got to go away as well. It's harmless. And let us do it, okay? We need something. It's hard to get through the day, okay? I need my caffeine, I need my weed. I need my hookah once in a while. You know, I need these things. We all do. Maybe, maybe I'm missing the point here. With the, maybe Does U-Haul have a leg to stand on? Or do these other companies and employers, uh, do, they have, do they have the right to do this in your opinion? I have no clue. I'm a, you know, I haven't worked for a company in a long time. I, I, the culture's changing, apparently. I have no idea what you can and cannot do at work anymore. 
the last time I worked in an office job, you could like, you know, you could smoke cigarettes and get a blowjob in the bathroom. I mean, that's what was going on there. <laughs> I think times have changed. Did I just snort? That's terrible. Uh, I'm sorry for saying BJ as well. Please forgive me. Yay! Hey, my fellow weirdos. Thanks for listening to the episode today. Please take a moment to rate it. Write me a review. I want to thank everybody who's been writing reviews on Amazon. I've gotten some amazing reviews. Let me read a couple to you. Mr. Travis Cornell, big fan of the show, total OG, wrote, Totally awesome. This show is one of the best comedy news shows that I have ever heard. No one can top Jonesy. Oh, man, that makes me feel nice. Thank you. Barry Reese wrote, We should neuter the review police. This podcast is right for me, but I write AI algorithms for a living, so granted, I might be freaked up. But I think Florida is freaked up, so there's that. Jonesy, you rock, man. If you think shooting your coworker's mom is normal, this could be renamed a re-education podcast. For the rest of us, this hits the spot. Relevant weird news and good commentaries. Review police, please don't make me rewrite this. Ain't got time for that. Fascinating. Miss Kelly wrote, Just the thing to end my day on a positive note. I enjoy Jonesy's humor and insights about the three selections of weird news that he presents to us each day. I get so tired of the same old story on every mainstream media outlet, and by the time I'm done with them, I'm looking forward to seeing what Jonesy has to bring to our attention and tickle our funny bones with. Florida Fridays are awesome, but really, every day is a lot of fun. Good work, Jonesy. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Kelly. That's so sweet. Unbelievable. Cassandra wrote, I listen to Weird AF News every weekday while drinking my coffee and taking my anti-crazy pills. Not only is this podcast entertaining, it's also informative. When you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're a part of a weird community, especially when hearing reoccurring callers like the guy from Iowa City or the crazy Florida man. Jonesy, the host, is easy to contact if you want to debate, inform, or share weird news stories. It's always exciting to get a shout-out on the podcast. Check out my Instagram, TreesDance, at TreesDanceAlone, for weird photos. Oh, yes. Trees Dance Alone. Yes. I've um I've been to Cassandra's Instagram. <laughs> Great photos, Cassandra. Shout out to you. Everyone who wrote a review, appreciate it so much. Uh, so apparently, there are Amazon review police, and I learned a little bit about it thanks to one of my fans who told me that if you want to write a review on Amazon, you have to write, you have to keep it very simple, and you have to keep it relevant to the topic. If you go off topic, which and Barry, by the way, went really off topic. I don't know how you got yours approved, Barry, but usually a crazy one like that won't get approved. If you just keep it simple and keep it on topic and don't swear or say anything crazy, they'll usually approve it. So please take the time to write me on Amazon. If you have an Amazon account, you can just um, do, do search Amazon Weird AF News in your search bar, and that'll come up, and you can give me five stars and write a review. Or you could give me no stars and write a terrible review. I mean, it's all about your taste and how you're feeling that day. But please don't write me a review on a day that you've had, you know, some stress. Like, just wait a day, you know. Um, that way I don't, I don't become the, uh, the target of your ire, I-R-E. It's a great word. Look it up. I think it means anger towards a podcaster. Yes, great stuff. Uh, so, yeah, please leave me a review. Uh, call the show anytime, 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can reach me on Instagram at funnyjones and on Twitter at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. As always, I have a glorious Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And it's just another way that you could support the show by buying me a cup of coffee every month. Just one. It's pretty cool. I could use the caffeine jolt um, or whatever else, whatever other chemicals I decide to use the money on, you know. Hey, look at we got a I got I got shows to produce guys, okay? I can't be sleeping. I got to stay up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yay!